If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the week ending September 15, you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology podcast, wrapping everything up in the time it takes for you to wait for your morning coffee order. And this week, as you stare into your iPhone as you wait for that lovely drop of coffee, you might get the feeling that it's looking a little long in the tooth. And that's because you've probably heard about the new iPhones. This week has been dominated by news from Apple, and we can't imagine a single person with a smartphone that has managed to escape the news of Apple's big deal announcement, because really, it's been a big deal. It's graced news sites, lifestyle sites, and of course, technology websites, and Picker is no exception. But if you've been longing for a fast explanation stringed right to your eardrum so you didn't have to, well, read anything, here it is. So this week, Apple ended months of rumours and speculation with the announcement of not just two phones replacing its now year-old iPhones, but three, properly celebrating the 10th anniversary of the iPhone with a newly named iPhone X, a model that basically aims to be the one everyone wants, but will of course cost a proverbial arm and a leg. While the iPhone X is the expensive model, all three of Apple's new iPhones feature similarities. For instance, while the iPhones are all differently sized and priced, whether you pick up an iPhone 8, iPhone 8 Plus, or the coveted iPhone X, you're buying a slightly refined model of the iPhone with a fully encased glass front and back instead of the usual aluminium design we've seen from Apple for the past few years. You'll also find the same insides regardless of which model you end up with, as Apple's new A11 Bionic powers each phone, a new 6-core processor aimed at delivering improvements to speed, graphics and performance efficiency. Even the same amounts of storage are to be found, as Apple slims down its storage options and offers either a 64GB model that's kind of entry-level, almost, while a 256GB model will undoubtedly be the one that you'll want to go for. Outside of these core set of specs, the iPhones are all a little different. There's the 4.7-inch iPhone 8 with the one camera on the back, the 5.5-inch iPhone 8 Plus with the two cameras on the back, or the 5.8-inch iPhone X with two cameras on the back and a screen that runs almost edgeless all across the front of that phone, something we've seen from Samsung and LG already this year, yet not from Apple. That won't be for everyone though, because while it's a future-friendly phone, it also attracts a price tag of either $1579 or $1829, no small feats, because we're getting close to that $2000 mark. Plus, not everyone will want a screen design like that, which, you know, will probably attract a massive cost in replacing if you ever, you know, drop it. To put that into perspective, Samsung's similarly designed Galaxy S8 carries a screen replacement fee of between $400 and $600, and Samsung's making the screens for the iPhone X, so you can probably make your own assumptions about how much it's going to cost to replace. All three are waterproof, but only the iPhone 8 and iPhone 8 Plus will sport the original fingerprint sensor, as Apple's screen-based fingerprint sensor isn't quite there yet. And that's true of everyone. Samsung even had to move its sensor to the back because of this, but at least it included one on its S8 and Note 8 phones. If you buy the iPhone X right now, you'll only get Face ID, a unique face-based security system that uses infrared tracking to determine if you are who you say you are before it unlocks. That's different from the regular face unlock system of relying on the iris to let you log in, something Samsung and Microsoft have both dabbled in. Frankly, we wouldn't be surprised to find out the iPhone X also has a fingerprint sensor built into the power button upon release, because between masks and different types of head covering clothing, it seems like there would be some really easy ways to mess with Apple's Face ID. We could be wrong, we'll let you know when we play with it. Fortunately, you'll get the choice. If you want a new iPhone and prefer a fingerprint sensor, plus the way Apple has done things previously with a home button, you'll find the iPhone 8 and iPhone 8 Plus. And if you want a bigger screen and a more fashion-y design, there's the expensive iPhone X. Frankly, we're mostly confused by the iPhone 8, the regular phone, since it's 
basically just a slightly refreshed regular size phone. We kind of want to say it deserves the dual cameras, but Apple didn't give it that. And you'll get the choice between them all very soon, with the iPhone 8 and iPhone 8 Plus arriving September 22nd, while the more expensive iPhone X will hit stores later, rocking up early November. And Apple's iPhone X wasn't the only big deal that we heard about from Apple this week. There was the news of a 4K Apple TV with 4K Apple movies, so any movies you've bought in the past will actually have a 4K variant coming. And there's even a new Apple Watch. But they weren't the only things we checked out this week, with a nice pair of earphones from a company we've not actually heard of. We like to be surprised, and surprised we were with Trend Labs Nova, a delightful yet also thoroughly inexpensive pair of earphones that pack in a tremendous amount of value. Now we need to give you a heads up, because Trend Labs Nova earphones are those new style of earphones where there's no cord at all, kind of like the Apple EarPods, but you know, not white and toothbrush shaped. So consider these Bluetooth, wireless, and lacking any physical connection to a phone whatsoever. And that's kind of what we like and want to see more of, and Nova has a few other neat tricks too. For starters, they're super small, they're basically minimalist earphones with a battery and a Bluetooth receiver in them, and one button controls. You do have to press the button on each to sync up every time you wear them, but that's a minor issue we can get around because another trick is the price. At $99, the Nova earphones are amazingly inexpensive, so ridiculously inexpensive we're not even sure how they actually make money off them. They're basically as cheap as wireless cheap earphones get, and yet they don't sound cheap. Cheap earphones are normally tinny and shallow, and these aren't tinny or shallow. While they do feel like they could have a bit more bass, and are a little under where they should be in that department, they're not the crap you usually expect cheap earphones to be. Rather, they're actually quite kind of warm, with nice mids and good highs. And there's one more trick we're actually fans of. Like all tiny wireless earphones, they come with a battery charging case. That's par for the course for how these things work. Unlike the rest, however, Trendlabs has provided a 2800 milliamp battery in the case to charge up other devices if you so choose. So you can either keep boosting the 3 hour life of the Nova for a good, you know, 10, 20, 30 recharges, or you can charge your iPhone up. You know, maybe even that new iPhone 8, 8 Plus, or iPhone X. But not at the end of this show, not by the end of it anyway, because we've reached the end of this show. Tune in next week for more news and a review, and we'll catch you next time on The Wrap. Take care.